like Hagen just trying to minimize editing. That's, that's the, I think the one time I played Uno with Hagen, it was like as we were playing the game, I feel like he's making rules up. Oh, it's I explained up. It's all of the rules. They're still made up. There was though. like 50 fucking Every, rules. It's, it's all rules are made up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <Fair> <laughs> I don't want to play. I've never played a board game with Hagen. That's I don't want to. Yeah, that's not no, true. You've played We're, made up Uno. Yeah, we, 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 I'm sure we played Betrayal together. Have you not played Betrayal with me? Oh, I don't think I have. Yeah, you probably have. This I'm was sure the first time I'd ever played a board game with Andy. Yeah, that, but but that, we used to play Betrayal a lot at, at the old house when when it was uh, when Keely and I were together. I'm aware of that, but I don't think you I don't... ever played specifically with you. Oh. He just sat in the room and watched us play, I guess. No, like, I, I'm totally comfortable saying no to a board game, but being like, I'll hang out. But some people, I think, feel coerced by the, like, oh, well, there's six people here. It can seat six. I have to play. It's like, no, let five people play. It's totally fine. Oh, I, yeah, I'll just hang out for 14 hours. I, <laughs> different. I, that's a different game. I will almost always sit out of a board game because I don't want to be the one who like holds it back because I don't understand it. Here's the thing. It'll take me so long. I I um I have accepted about myself. Um, here's a great way to look at it. You play video games. I'm sure you've played a... I don't know if you've played JRPGs, but I would assume you've played something where it's like, hey, it's a 100-hour campaign, yeah. and it takes 30 hours to roll out every single mechanic of the game. Mm -hmm. Think if they had rolled that, all of the mechanics of that game in one hour, Yeah, you would have you just lost it, and you would have felt overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the way that I take board games. I try to look and read... Uh, the rules and I try to listen to like I think Adam and the other person I played uh, this weekend with are really good at like retaining what they read on the paper I'm not yeah I am more of like hey I get 30% of what you're saying we just gotta we'll like, go and we'll going. learn it as yeah. we go I'm the same way and as soon as you accept that you can be much more like I, I think it and you can enjoy it a lot more as long as the people don't get frustrated when you don't remember something. Cause that tends to be the case when you play board games before they're like, what the fuck? You don't know what this is anymore. Like that, you're playing are... with the wrong people. I'm playing with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which game was that? I, I don't know. remember. This is, this is also, we were like younger. So. Yeah. Hagen's uh, <laughs> Uno. Yeah. I mean, made up rules though. Uh, they're, they're on, the, they're you, in the rule book for mm, Uno. They're in the rule book. Do y'all play that, uh, on Uno? I, I, I don't know which one's the official rule, but whenever you draw, so you don't have something to play, and then you draw, do you draw one and then it goes to the next person, or do you draw until you play? You draw until you can play something, but that's you can, how I play. But you can still make, if you draw something that's like, oh, I could play this card, but I would rather hold it, then you can hold it. I think if you like play on like an Uno app or something like that. Mm. Uh, which I I assume are official license. Strange idea to even think about. I well, guess that does a lot of people do. Whoa, that. Wait, 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 wait. That makes yeah. sense. I didn't. I, this isn't like a, oh, I played on my phone one day. I was like, oh, I just want to play Uno with robots. Like it, it was genuinely. I was on a twelve-hour flight, and I was like, <laughs> I'll play, <laughs> I'll play Uno, <laughs> <laughs> I'll play Uno. And wait, it was. Hold on. Are you one of those people who's like, oh, I'm on the plane. I don't know what to do for twelve hours. I couldn't have prepared anything to bring with me. No, absolutely. Because I imagine you would bring a book, but I do, and I prepare a lot of stuff, but there you like to take mental breaks and like there is kind of that idea of, Oh, I've packed all these things, but here's something I didn't pack in front of me. What's this? That kind of, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's how no, I, I operate. I, I, I get that. Like if I'm, if I'm sitting on the plane and someone like next to me is like, like I'm like two like rows over is watching a movie that like looks really fun to watch. And I didn't have that movie prepped. I'm like, Oh fuck. 
That's the watch that best movie. part of getting up on like an international flight yeah. or any type <laughs> yeah. of long haul flight is go and pee and then because now all those uh, screens have like the uh, whatever the privacy screens where you can't see it unless you're like right on their shoulder. So like when you get up to go to the bathroom yeah, and you're you walking the back, people are yeah, watching. yeah. When you're walking back to your seat, you see Legally Blonde, Matrix trilogy. What the fuck's that? <laughs> Legally Blonde, Legally yeah. Blonde, Legally Blonde. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Mm. I just I just end up sitting there doing nothing when I'm on a flight. That's nice. I mean, just look out the window. You knew you were going to do that, though, at least. It's not like you showed up. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of other things. Because there are are people who just show up, and they're like, I I don't have anything to do. What am I supposed to do for these 12 hours? Yeah, I have, like, shows and movies downloaded on my iPad, like, so I can watch them. If you don't watch them, it's it's totally different. When do you truly get to check out? Exactly. So, like, and, like, not have a choice but to check out. Yes. Like, you can't just say, hey, I'm kind of bored of this flight. Can you pull over? Like, you can't do that. (laughs) And you're not driving. And typically when you're on the flight... I would argue you could do that. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> it's a very expensive uh, pit stop. But yeah, you uh, could do it. That's not what he's referring to. That's not what I'm referring to. Oh. Yeah. The man with a thousand names is referring to taking down the plane. This is uh, YouTube exclusive. YouTube exclusive right here. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm the man with a thousand names. I'm Dave. Adam. Jackson. <laughs> just, what? <laughs> that was good. Okay. We made it work. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see. <laughs> see what happens. Oh, man. It's been oh, a long fuck. day for me. So. Has it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about it? No, not really. Well, we not, we're... In, case, in case the people working on my house listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they do? Oh, probably not. Didn't you, like, realtor? Our real, yeah, my our realtor, definitely. He still does, maybe. Hopefully so. he watches on YouTube. Maybe he should. Yeah, it'd yeah. be good. That would be very nice if you watched on YouTube also. Do and both. downloaded in every app to yeah. increase our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boost the numbers. How's everybody else doing? It's been a long week. It's what? <laughs> it's, Monday. it's Monday. Yeah. So it's last said, week. Okay okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's been a long rolling week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, fair. it's like literally the first, when's the first day of the week for y'all? <laughs> oh, I'm, no. oh, fuck. I'm a Monday guy. I don't think Sunday is the first day of the week. None of it. I think, I think, yeah, I think uh, Monday, I think Monday is the first day of the week. Yeah. And I think Saturday is the last day of the week. Adam and I think Sunday, Sunday is a buffer. Doesn't count. It's doesn't in count between. I yeah. c- I can go for that. I do. I've always hated Sundays. It's my least favorite day of the week. I Monday is definitely the first day of the week, like in the in the grand scheme of weeks. But if I'm looking at like 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 my general week, like Monday is a day off. Like that's 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 my weekend. Like I don't do anything on Monday. So he's not even listening to me. No, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> He's listening. not even listening. Was, he's looking at his, he's showing Adam a fucking meme or something on his fucking computer, man. Yeah, about Mondays. Yeah. Is it Garfield? No, in the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> in the Garfield calendar? Uh-huh. Currently used in most countries is derived from the Hebrew calendar where Sunday is considered the beginning of the week. Huh. It, but here's the thing. If I looked at my like a calendar or my calendar app and it started with Monday, I'd be pissed. Pretty sure there's like a. Yeah, um, I was gonna say a there's setting. a setting for that, setting and for it that. looks wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to use the the weird one where Sunday is the first day. According to a survey of 1,379 men and women in their 20s to 60s across Japan, 
Uh, 47.6% say Sunday is the first day of the week. 52.4% say Monday. So that's, I mean, like, that's a kind of slim margin. Yeah. It's enough that, like, you know, I wouldn't have been shocked if somebody, I thought Adam was going to be like, nobody's saying like Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually. He's got glasses. I have glasses now. Yeah, that's fair. I can do that. He's a nerd. He has to have those to drive. Haven't you always had glasses? Yeah. Okay. I just wear them more. Yeah. Yeah. Because he drives old and everything's breaking. Yeah. I still, I got an eye exam this week and I still have 2020 vision. Did they do the um, numbing? No, the, the numbing. Yeah, the eye numbing thing. No, they never do that to you guys. Just <laughs> <laughs> you. Need, you need a new optometrist. <laughs> nah, my eyes are great. You wear so contacts. So are Dave's. His eyes are great too. Yeah. yeah why'd yeah. you go? Uh, just for fun. Just to make sure. Why? <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I found out. <laughs> I found out case. that uh, if I if I don't keep going, uh, I'm gonna get glaucoma. If like I if Bono. I like, if I stopped going. He was like, then eventually, probably in your 40s, you'll start to develop glaucoma. That sounds like he's just trying to make money off you. If no. you stop going, but specifically no, but to this place. Well, the reason being is that he can he can stop it before it happens, but once it happens, he he's can't. He's fighting yeah, his you, demons for you. you. You're supposed to go get like a yearly checkup, even if you have perfect vision. Are you implying that, that doctors that are trying to make money off of us? <laughs> well, mm. it is America. So. Holy fuck. Mm. He works at Sam's Club. <laughs> works <laughs> that's, that's where that's where the eye doctor was yeah mine's at target <laughs> really yeah i mean i have different stores i have free uh eye insurance Wait, so what do, do you, they call it vision insurance vision insurance do you not actually you don't go to the eye doctor no you go to every other doctor but not the eye doctor yeah my eyes are fine i can I, see very I, well i was worried though when i first he was like read these four letters and i i, I screwed you it up twice. <laughs> i screwed it up twice i'm really because bad at tests so. right before i went yeah. in they do that thing where it shoots that little puff of air yeah. in your eye and i was like man what is this even <laughs> the for? doctor just gets in your eye and goes, he goes <laughs> so that they can sell you glasses yeah exactly but, <laughs> Hey, doctor's trying to make money. Oh my yeah. god, what yeah. is happening? He's like, "See, you need glasses. You can't read." I'd love it if like a, if like the eye doctor went and like punched you in the face and was like, "All right, now what does this say?" And if you see read now? It, if you read it right, they punch you again. And they're like, "Okay, now what does it say now?" I mean, but have you ever had one of those like um like eye numbing things? No. no. Is it an eye drop? I've, I've only had my eyes dilated. Yeah. That's I mean, it. and that's also not fun where no, it's like it's... everything can be blurry for a bit. You like, yeah, you're not supposed to drive or anything for like six, six or seven hours. After yeah. Your eyes dilated. Yeah. yeah. I've had that one and that's not fun. Like can't read my phone. I'm just like, fuck, what do Is, I yeah. do? Is the numbing to the radio? Just like an eye drop? Yeah. Why did they do that? I don't remember because I don't go to the doctor frequently <laughs> enough to remember. <laughs> they numb his eyes. So they can put steroids in his eyes so they stay good. So he still has 20-20 vision. There you go. HGH, oh. baby. <laughs> steroids. Yep. Swole eyes. Swole eyes. I couldn't think about it. Like you, I, you're I was, the, you're like the liver eye character. king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking chihuahua. It's like, fucking, like it's giant all, popping veins. It's all <laughs> vegan diet, man. That's what it is. <laughs> And then people are going to find out, oh, he eats fish. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> good shit. Very Adam, do you shit. eat fish? No. Yeah, do you eat vegetables? Yeah. What's your favorite vegetable? Uh, broccoli. Same. How do you cook it? In the oven? Roasted? Yeah. What, yeah. what do you mean? What do you what mean? Do you, what, you just Who, like steam If he it? said steamed it, he's a cop. 
Like, what? <laughs> you're a fucking cop. Who steams their broccoli? A lot of people. A lot of people. They're very boring, though. Yeah, no, you roast it, and if you if you like the creme de la creme, you you char that shit. You know, Sonic has uh like now like the, the little broccoli blue flavored broccoli flavored slurpees. No, they have like they have like little like I, I guess it's like like uh, like a like a little like cheese ball, like a little fried cheese ball with broccoli inside of it. Yeah, that seems yeah. disgusting. People really like. <laughs> Uh, broccoli and cheese. Well, apparently, like they had this before, they brought it back. I was like, I can't believe that, like this was so this was so in demand that That's a their fried McRib. ball of Dude, cheese and broccoli, millions of dollars of cheese ball the research. first time. Cheese ball, cheese ball. It's a fried cheese fried ball. Fried cheese man. ball. With I broccoli. Know, I don't know, man. Something <laughs> people at Sonic like it. They also like their steak burger, their steak butter burger, which is hilarious. It's delicious. Is it? It's delicious. <laughs> Dave got so serious. That shit's delicious. My partner asked me last night if uh, <laughs> would I would I never go to Sonic again or play a Sonic video again game again. <laughs> For her. And I said, yeah, that's the easiest thing. Like, I never want to go to Sonic ever. And who wants to play a Sonic video game? First of all, that's your first mistake. Because I went to Sonic... I was like, I'm really hungry, leaving where I am right now, and like, I I just need to eat something. So I was like, I'm gonna go get like a, a little a little chicken sandwich, and I'm gonna get a small onion ring with that. Do you know how many onion rings are in their small yeah, onion lot. ring, dude? Order like twelve. Order it next say, time. Is it an entire <laughs> ring? Is it an entire onion? Uh, it doesn't. They also don't taste like onion rings. Yeah, no, because they taste like, like vanilla batter. Yeah, they fucking, they're yeah. super sweet. Oh, it's yeah, I hate it. There's nothing for me to eat there. It's like sides and then a grilled cheese. Well, we went to <laughs> we went to Sonic that day. That I know we were I, recording I didn't eat. We it, were we were just hung over and wanted. Some, I mean, yeah. that was my yeah. also my idea. To that go was to Sonic, so. never my call. I think I even said like, "Hey, maybe somewhere else." And Hagen was like, "No, there's one right." <laughs> Fuck you, you vegan, <laughs> vegan bitch. And Hagen was like, "There's one around the corner." And it really, so like we went. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, there's always a Sonic around the corner, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, not, we've not, got like seven in Denton, so we have three. Uh, it feels like more. We have we have more, way more Starbucks, way more Waterburgers. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Hey, yeah. can you get discounts because you have a Sonic tattoo now? I haven't tried it yet. I was when you I should, when, when I got the tattoo, they were like, you should try to get free shit. I'm like, oh, man. But I honestly, I hadn't been to Sonic until like I didn't even take my dad when he was in town, and that was his first request. So. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> this is his request. And you said no, we're not. Well, he, he got H- off the. Have pl- you been to Pascal? <laughs> <laughs> got off the plane. He was like, "Here's what I want. I want a corn dog. I want." And I was like, "But it's nice outside. Let's go sit outside somewhere and eat lunch together." And yeah, at like, Sonic. Sonic. You can eat outside. Yeah, that sounds gross. In the concrete. I agree. Sonic yeah. is gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I've grown a lot since that day. Since How big? That faded day. What? How big? I was about to flex, and then I was like, oh, that's a douchey thing. You're on camera. (laughs) (laughs) That's how big. So he wanted Sonic? He wanted this. A corn dog from Sonic. He wanted a Route 44 Diet Coke with extra ice. Not extra, extra extra ice. My mom gets it extra, extra ice. That's why I have the tattoo. Uh, But he wanted extra ice. If you say extra twice, it's too much ice for him. It's already too much ice. Uh, and then too wanted, many ices. So you're you're paying for ice at that point. And then you wanted like, well, they'd well, but they, like, but ah, they can, don't have ice in Germany. So you also can get a, a ba- you can get a bag of Sonic ice and like order. The, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I learned that from you a, mm-hmm. like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. You can do that at Taco Casa too. Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
They need to make extra money. Sick ice or something? No. (laughs) Uh, He wanted a corn dog and he wanted a burger, but he's like not eating like carbs, so he would have to take the take the bun off the burger. He wanted a hot dog. (laughs) No, he wanted a corn dog. Okay. uh, Okay. Well, you, there are carbs on a corn dog. Yeah. You're 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 talking to the wrong person about this. <laughs> I must do carbs differently over there. Yeah, it must. With a K. It must be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't understand the difference. But well, I mean, to be fair, he didn't also specify that about the burger. It's just that when he did eventually order a burger while he was in town, he took the bun and everything off and just had the meat. Um, so he also, when we were at a, a Tex-Mex place, he was like, "I just want meat and rice and beans." And I was like, "That's pretty easy." And so looking through the menu, I was like reading stuff off to him. He's like, no, I don't want that. I was like, no, I don't want that. I'm like, okay, but that is meat and rice and beans. I was like, we could get fajitas and you could just not eat the tortillas. He's like, I don't want the tortillas. I'm like, you could just not eat the tortillas and we could just order you uh, like a thing of fajita. You just don't touch the tortillas because that'll come with rice and beans and, and a bunch of, he's like, I don't want the tortillas. I'm like, this is... This is like ordering for a child. <laughs> it's and then and then it came with like the little like like the little like guac salad that like uh, uh, fajitas come with, right? And he was like, oh, "What is this? I don't want this." I'm like, "Then then give it to me, please. Stop talking." Like, <laughs> you're like, "Eat your food. <laughs> yeah. Eat your fucking food. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. It's gone. It's out of your out of your vision now." I truly, if I had a time machine and I could go back and like kick anyone in the dick, it'd be the person who came up with. And I know it's a guy. Uh, it'd be the person who came up with, hey, I'd like a side of guacamole at a Tex-Mex place. And then they're like, hey, we're going to give them half the amount of guacamole by putting lettuce under it. That's the person I'd kick in the dick. Fuck that guy. You did a TikTok about who you'd kick in the dick. I you did. Said a, you said a different person. Nope. It's the exact same guy. Oh, was I it? just play by play oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Thanks okay, for calling okay. me out. Oh. I appreciate being held accountable for my actions. Well, I was wrong, though. So, I, didn't, I mean, it wasn't a good call out. Yeah, but... <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do my proper research, so I shouldn't have mm. called you out like that. I, I I misremembered, so I apologize for my call out. You know, what's your favorite TikTok of mine, Dave? The the one <laughs> the one that I'm in. Are you in one? Yeah, you, or you, you post on the moniker band ones. Oh, yeah, I forgot I did that. I just like looking at me and and Hagen. Yeah, uh, somewhere somewhere below you, I'm somewhere. I minimize yeah. myself in like mm-hmm. meetings with the uh, like Zoom and Teams really? meetings. I because I sit there and I'm just staring at myself. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I like have to minimize it. I stare at you too. Yeah, you have to. I'm right I, here. I stared at you a lot on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was 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 doing a poster. Oh. Hey, we're not announcing that yet, okay? I didn't say what the poster was for. I, I just mean, said you you mentioned something about it. You also it, already probably. posted it. Yeah. yeah, you posted about it. But nobody follows me. That's fine. <laughs> well, that's a safe space. Do, so I do yeah. like your new Instagram name though. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I toyed around with that one a lot. Um tried to figure out um I had a different one in mind. I wanted to do Jack Son of Jack. Just clean, no mm-hmm. underscores, but of course that was taken. Yeah. Um I had other ones in mind, but this was the best one I could figure out. I like it. It's a good name. Thank you. I, I found out recently you can change your Instagram uh, handle like real easily. So I think that's going to be a new thing I do. Just yeah. fuck around with it. Nice. Man, there's no uh, nothing musical to talk about, huh? <laughs> um, I mean, like like the Metallica tickets got uh, fucked. I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't hear anything in the news about it, but uh, a student of mine came in and, and uh, we were talking about the the announcement. And he was like, yeah, I tried to get tickets this morning and they were $900. 
It's like, fuck. holy fuck. Like, I'm not shocked by that. But that that would be like the, yeah. yeah, that would be more of the dynamic pricing stuff. Plus they had like this. I guess like, it's because I'm not on Parler. That's why I don't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really on Parler anymore, by the way. They're on, um, oh, what's it called? Is there another one now? It's not now. Was Metallica been, on Parler? No, while. they were on Grindr. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> well, I mean, their fans are there. But yeah. No. I don't remember uh, what it's called, but it's, 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 it's people are not on Parler anymore. Cool. Parler, I don't think Parler really does a thing anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, sure. Nice. Truth yeah. Social. Truth Social is one of them. Yeah, That's Truth Social is one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Christian Mingle. Twitter. Nope. Well, some of them now. Yeah. <laughs> Farmers only. <laughs> Farmers only. <laughs> and I knew somebody who was on that. Is that real? Is that a real one? Yeah. yeah like, there's like, it, it, I don't think it's called that, but there, it's like a farmer's one. <laughs> like, ugh, fuck. Pretty sure it actually is called that, and they're like totally okay with that. <laughs> Telegram, that's what it's called. Farmers that's a different kind of thing, isn't it? I thought that was like a messaging thing that's um, supposedly yeah. encrypted but isn't really. Uh, uh, it's their, I think it's their. Farmersonly.com. I think it's like their Discord. <laughs> Sign up like, for free to find okay, a yeah, farmer. Okay, yeah, Discord, yes. <laughs> rancher. <laughs> free to fuck a farmer. <laughs> Sign up for free to find a farmer, rancher, <laughs> cowboy, <laughs> cowgirl, or animal lover here or, at farmersonly.com. Okay. That's the that's what it says. That's what it says. Metallica's on there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where they're selling the tickets. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and yeah, everyone's just still talking about Metallica. Like I saw a bunch of people posting today that like they're like, oh my god, Lars is such a humble guy because he said that he couldn't play Rush drum parts. Like, no fucking shit. He's just stating the obvious. He can barely play Metallica drum parts. What are we fucking <laughs> talking about here? Why is that like what a humble guy? Yeah, how how is that humble? Yeah, that's that just just sounds like he's dumb. <laughs> it just it just sounds like he's saying what everybody already knows, and he's like, God, I'm so fucking cool. So how brave am I? Like, what the fuck? Not not super related, but I saw this TikTok account of a guy who's going to as many concerts as he can for the price of a Blink One Eighty Two ticket. Oh, I like oh, that. like taking idea. all of them. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. That's fun. I thought about doing something like some gimmick like that next yeah. year for like the albums I listen to. I thought about like announcing in our end of year episode of like next year I'm only gonna listen to albums people recommend me. I'm not gonna search and I was like, no, that's fucking stupid. Why would I even do that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Plus you be... listen to a lot of music, right? I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Today I listened to that like Bex twenty twenty pop album and I was just like this is, uh, I miss when Beck was a Scientologist. I really do. <laughs> as soon as he denounced it, like he started releasing his pop music, I'm like, I never thought I would say this, but like Beck's out of touch, man. <laughs> he just is out of touch. Yeah, probably all of the, the, the auditing stuff really got him feeling all of his emotions. Are we talking about Glenn Beck or Beck? Beck. Okay. Did Sci- he get audited? No, it's what it's what it's what like it's what they call basically it's, like yeah, therapy Scientology and Scientology is auditing. Yeah, mm. is you you sit there with like uh, they record the whole thing, but you sit there with a, like a higher up, and they basically just like talk about all of your problems, how you could be doing better. It's therapy, right? kind of, but they don't believe in therapy, so it's their version of therapy. You don't um, have to believe in it; it's well, real. Then they, they don't record be- it. They for... don't believe in therapy. They hold. Yeah, yeah they record. They record it for blackmail. Later. Hold it against you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Like John Travolta is like a supposed supposedly a closeted gay man, and like that's something they've had on him for a while. That might not be true. He might not be gay, but like that's been something that like he hasn't been, been a, able to leave for that reason. It's been a blind item for a long time. He's yeah. pretty manly in Greece. I mean, gay men can yeah. be manly, Dave. That's true, but. 
I was I was joked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like I really want to give him one for this. <laughs> I regret saying that. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that's that's what they're for. So since there's not really music news, uh, we uh, kind of discussed. Uh, we've been kicking this one around for a while. Just always said, "Hey, we're waiting for the right moment," and then we realized the world's never going to stop. The world's never. It's like a, the next superhero movie. There's always going to be another one of these. Um, we're going to talk about music biopics and. Uh, we didn't specifically do like a, you know a research episode of like we're talking about the Elvis one that came out this year, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. We're that's not what we're doing. We're just kind of we're shooting the shit. So I guess let's start with Adam. What do you biopics go? I, I don't. <laughs> what do you just in general? Not even music ones. I don't tend to care, but they're usually like actors going after winning an Oscar for their performance or something or impersonation, basically at the at the right. point of a lot of these. King music, Richard. Yeah, music ones specifically just don't interest me that much. Even the like David Bowie one that came out, I haven't seen still. Like the are, are you talking about like the Moon Age Daydream, yeah. which is actually like archival biopic. Footage. It's more like a documentary kind of thing, but there was like a biopic yeah. that the his That's estate not, was like not you can't yet. use any of our music. Yeah. So it's a Bowie biopic. Oh yeah, we talked without about any music with no music. Which is gonna be yeah, it's already interesting. Out. It's already out. Is it? Yeah. I wonder how it was then. So, but like the uh, liked it. the Queen one that came out, it used the music, and then when you use the music, you have the you know problem of like then the person you're talking about is involved or their estate or their friends and all that, and that's just tends to not make a good movie. Yeah, because the Queen one was going to be Sasha Baron Cohen, correct? Yeah, and he wanted to do it completely different. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Brian it, May was like, and then no, Queen I got involved. Like yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I, I I really think that for the most part, some of them are cool, but they like I understand the point, but I have a hard time with like the over dramatization of everything. For the most part, it feels like really, it's hard for me to get uh, like Im- like immersed in those kinds of things. Like, I, I like I like dumb dramas, but I don't like when someone's trying to like shove an over dramatization of a person's life, even if it was a dramatic and crazy life. It just feels. It feels very forced. I don't know. So technically, the definition uh, from the Oxford Dictionary is a movie dramatiz- or dramatizing the life of a particular person. So it's supposed to be dramatic. Yeah, but I'm saying over dramatization. Oh, okay. Like, of yeah. course, it's a, of course, <clears throat> of course, it's a it's a dramatization. Of course, there's like the the whole aspect of it being a script and not the person's life and all that kind of stuff. It just feels like it's like I'm I'm like I'm watching like. It's it's, like it's, a, it's it's like Michael Bay is directing all of these. Yeah, it feels like right. they're very intense with how like the directing style is like very in your face about how crazy. And of course, some, I'm not. I don't want to minimize how people's lives were, but the movies tend to just. It's hard for me to get immersed into it. it just when it's exaggerates so, everything. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how much it, for me. It's always strange with what you're talking about. Of you know, you'll see something whether it's The Temptations or Ray Charles, and you'll watch it and you're like, "Isn't that crazy that this happened?" And then us i guarantee all of us after watching one of these like go home or the next morning you wake up and while you're just kind of like waking up and scrolling you're like i'm gonna go into their wikipedia and you're like well that stuff did happen but three years apart not all in one night that kind of stuff yeah and it's just like it's so strange now we all have that ability so why hasn't the like film process for these movies uh changed whereas like there there are uh specifically i know there's a famous one i haven't seen it but the buddy holly story that came out in 1978 and 
I would assume that that just kind of became the folk folklore. That was Buddy Holly's like right. biography that people knew. So I wonder if there was that kind of thing because everyone I felt like knew this this Elvis one that came out. I don't know anyone who saw it. Oh, you saw? I watched it. it yeah. How was it? <clears throat> it was garbage. Okay. It was it was really over dramatic, and I was well, like, yeah. so All that's right. past yeah. learning. Yeah, that's. Though. I was yeah, gonna say it's yeah. probably overly like stylistic and cool in that I, way. I only wanted just to based see on it. him, but yeah. And I, I was I was sorry, Hagen. No, I was uh I was googling things the whole time watching it. Like, did that really happen that way? Right. And every in every instance, it was what you just mentioned. Tom Hanks was wasn't like, even there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wanted to. I, I haven't seen it. I wanted to see it because I like Austin Butler. Um, he did a great job, and that's why I wanted to see. Yeah, that's. I think that's what ends up interesting me the most out of these movies is like how they're gonna perform those kinds of things. Yeah. But it's. But at the same time, like it, you know, some so some people do great performances, but some people you can ob- you can so easily fake so much shit anyway. So I, I hate and all that. the whitewashing in that movie was just like fuck. Yeah. yeah, they they made it look like he was really good friends with all all these people of color, and I'm just like, I don't know if, if that's actually how well, it went. He, Did he, they touch on was. him like uh, being married to a teenager? Uh, no. <laughs> That's they, weird. they they huh. they talked why about they left Priscilla, but they didn't touch. They didn't talk about the fact that she was super young. Well, they might have mentioned it at one point, but like but that yeah. was, and then they didn't get together right away. He was uh, <clears throat> really good friends. A lot of people of color. It's the problem that he didn't give anybody any sort of recognition or rights. Right. So yeah, he like he anything. learned and was friends with a lot of people of color, um, but then after the fact, fucked it all up. So yeah, and mm-hmm. they they just made it seem like he was like they were just all influences from him, and that he was. Uh, just didn't want to do the shitty songs that people were trying to push down his throat. It, so that Bohemian Rhapsody one, I I felt like everyone knew going into that, like, hey, this isn't this isn't necessarily true. This is just like a. I think like we knew, and people who right. pay attention to that stuff know, but I don't think a lot of people knew that there was anything missing or omitted or anything in there. I thought I wasn't going to go see that. I was super excited for that for years, as we all were. Yeah. When you hear Sasha Baron Cohen and then like Queen, Queen's one of my favorite bands. And, and like, like that they didn't want Queen to be involved. Right. That's, uh, oh, I, I think that's always a good sign yeah. that they don't want them to be involved. Like the David Bowie one is apparently terrible. It had a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I looked up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But they weren't trying to not involve the estate. They tried to get them involved in the first place. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's... That's not the case, but the, you can make a good movie without the involvement of the yeah. family or the band or anything. That just doesn't happen. I feel like for the past, I let's say five, six years, <laughs> for me, music biopics felt like everyone in the uh, like superhero movie zeitgeist. It felt like a. I remember straight out of Compton coming out and. I was in college and I was like, look, like I like NWA, but like, I'm not really too interested in the, you know, the whole story. I'll, I'll just listen to the music. And then I remember everyone I was around saying, well, well, you have to see it. And like, I felt like, well, I have to go fucking see it now. And the same thing for Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the I, Elton John one. Yeah. And rocket man. Uh, I do want to say on that Bohemian Rhapsody, I wasn't going to see it. Cause I was like, hey, look, I don't think I'm going to like this. And like, I'd just rather, stick with that but then like my dad texted me the day before it came out he's like hey i bought us like the like the nicest theater oh. and he's like i bought us like tickets like i figure like if you're gonna see that movie you gotta see it on the biggest screen with the best sound system and i was like fuck and i had a really good time yeah and i really did but like the, there it's a fun movie even if it's it not it really f- good it feels like a sports movie it yeah. feels like it, it's just constantly like kind of like 
moving forward there's no like actual story happening but yeah they're just going through the the story without like letting it sit and i think the last last <clears throat> music biopic i watched was that uh netflix one the dirt on uh motley crew oh, that's the what you, you you got home from the bar one night and i'm watched shocked it, right? you remember this yeah, yeah i got home from a bar and not like just like oh it was midnight like i got home at 2 a.m and i was just like wasn't really feeling tired so i just opened up my laptop and i was like i'm gonna put something on and i'm gonna fall asleep like within 10 minutes of it and i think it's like a two-hour movie i stayed up for the whole thing and i it wasn't like i was enjoying it it was i was very frustrated i was like people have been talking about this so much and how good it is and like motley crew like became a band again because of it and i was just like how are we like i was so frustrated watching it. i was like these guys are like sex criminals and like (laughs) <laughs> People used to like the whole society was like, this is awesome. And like now we're watching this and being like, isn't that kind of cool that they did? And I was like, no, not at all. I fucking hate this. And ever since then, I've just been like, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm yeah. just it's frustrating. Yeah, there's there's definitely something to like the dramatization part, but then the romanticizing of the of, of, of all of it, which is very, very strange to me. Like there's some weird ones on here. I wouldn't call Tick, Tick, Boom a music biopic. Uh, it's, it's, I see it's, where it's coming. It's from. autobiographical, so that's the. It's like a memoir, kind of. Well, but he wrote it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jonathan Larson wrote about his own life, so it is weird because of that. Uh, but yeah, biopic I mean, really just means it's about a person. Has anybody yeah, seen like their real story? I, quote, I didn't quote. know that 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 funny girl was a biopic. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's sort of like a. It, what, I didn't realize it was a movie first, also, but it's a. It was a. It was a movie musical from like the. Did you realize 50s? it was a thing at all? Funny Girl. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because it's a. It's a. It's like a. It, it was Barbara Streisand's like big break was Funny Girl. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, she plays a character named Fanny Bryce, and there's like all these really legendary like Broadway songs in this musical, and uh, I was like looking through a list today of like top biopics and on a Rotten Tomatoes list that was like really high up, and I'm like, that's a fucking biopic. I thought that was, I thought, and, and then like it had Sound of Music in there too, and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's wait strange. A minute. What? <laughs> They're playing fast and loose there. There, there are some like I remember like. For me, like high school, the high school biopics that were coming, like coming out when I was in high school, like so, like Walk the Line, mm-hmm. uh, Ray, and this is before high school, but Eight Mile. I remember like those and like people talking about them and like being super into them. And there's a Temptations one with I think Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. But I remember those like and people like they were always on HBO and stuff like that. And I guess I just had this idea of like, yep. These are a really popular form of movie, but I wonder if in, at that time were people having this kind of conversation of like, I don't know anybody who's too excited whenever there's one that's coming out. Or like there was a, a Respect came out this year. That was yeah. this year, right? The Aretha or Franklin it, one? It yeah. This year or last, last year? year? Yeah, yeah. But I, that just came out and yeah. then was done and then wasn't uh it was nominated for awards and then didn't get any but wasn't you know, ma rainey's black bottom a biopic yes but yeah, yeah and, that, and that but that did get nominated for a lot of stuff right didn't it? yeah 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 but do you yeah. know anybody that, who that's saw the it? ideal oh, like outcome yeah. of that though is it gets nominated yeah. and people actually go see it yeah like, oh it's good yeah, yeah. yeah. i fucking loved the ray charles one jamie fox nailed it well, yeah yeah there's um oh amadeus i remember that one <laughs> 
I fucking hate that movie. Right. I had to watch that in a class in college. I have friends who love that movie. I'm going to excuse myself and take care of this screaming dog. What's that song? <laughs> there are just so many on here that, it, like, I wonder if people were frustrated by it or if it was just general, like, yeah, the, these are coming out. Uh, I mean, not just music biopics, but biopics in general. There's always going to be a dozen or more every year. Oh, Get yeah. On Up came out. Wasn't that, um, what's his name, uh, who plays Black Panther? Uh, oh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, didn't yeah. he play in Get On Up? Yeah. There, and that Born, was a good one, too. There are, yeah, that's the thing is, I think with biopics, you can have really good performances. Like, actually, in a lot of these, the actors are really good. Like, uh, what's his name in Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Really good in that role. Not as good as Sasha Baron Cohen would have been, probably, but really, really good. And so that's, you know, an up- upside to these is they get to have actors get really into a persona and it works. And yeah. that's the only reason that some of these sell tickets, probably, honestly. There's but, always that, like, I get kind of depressed on this. The first time I had this happen to me was that, uh, I think it's called, like, Rush 30 or something like that. That Rush documentary where they, like, just talk about their whole career or something. It's not Rush 30, but... There was a Pearl Jam 30. Yeah. But there's a rush one where it's like it talks about their whole career and it's a two hour long documentary. I remember at the end of it, like just kind of feeling really sad because I was like, imagine your entire life being put into two hours. Yeah. Especially like their life, like people who actually have like a pretty interesting story. Imagine that. So I kind of feel that way with like these biopics because they're always like from start to finish. Like it is their entire life in like two to three hours. Um, I remember some of them aren't that way. So like Nowhere Boy, which is that John John Lennon one, it's specifically focused around like like things like the two years that like he when he's meeting like Paul McCartney and them, and it's just when he's in like Liverpool for like those two years right before they go off to Hamburg. I was like, that's a cool way of doing that. I think that's a better approach. Right. Because a lot of times the movie studios get in the way because I've heard some stories of like director's cuts being like six hours. Yeah. And the studios are like, hey, we can't sell this. So you have to whittle it down. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, There's also the, I didn't know it was a thing. Don Cheadle wrote, directed, and starred in a, a Miles Davis biopic that was only focused on like a couple years of his life. Miles ahead. That's it. Yep. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. It genuinely is. Yeah, that, is that is Paramount Plus. A, that's yeah. a bad name. But I didn't realize that it that's was... That's the a, name of a famous Miles Davis re- David record. Davis record. That, Jesus. That also... It, I, I didn't realize well, that Don Cheadle true, like, wrote, directed, and starred in. It's like a super cool thing. I remember when this came out, Behind the Candelabra. Did you all ever see that one? No. 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 That's... Uh, I, I need to get his name right. That was one Liberace. That. Yeah. It's oh. about Liberace? Oh, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> uh, it's... um. Al Pacino is Liberace and uh, Matt Damon is his like lover. It's wonderful. It's good. Yeah. I, well, well, I enjoyed it when it came out. It was like straight behind HBO. the chupacabra. The... No, behind the candelabra. I'm going to see who the, the director on that was. Cause sometimes you get directors into nobody that. No, that's... Yeah. Steven well, Soderbergh. Okay, that makes sense. Because it's like, it's a probably a passion project to his that he was like, yeah. he's a good director and he's like, I want to make this biopic. And the studio's like, okay, yeah, you do whatever you want to and just make sure it's under three hours. There like, are yeah. also weird, like for me, like, yeah, there are the Rami Maliks, there's the, you know, yada, 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 uh, of like these actors who like, it's just like, wow, it's so uncanny. But there are also the ones where, I don't know if it's this Jimmy 
all is by my side, the Jimi Hendrix one. But I, I specifically remember there are a few instances where like there's just this weird miming act happening. Like I remember yeah. the like Val Kilmer playing. That's exactly what I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> Jim Morrison. But, like it makes sense when you look at Val Kilmer, but like I remember watching it and just like him just go, ooh. It was boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, it, I think that's what it, I don't know. Like it feels like most of the time these are just boring. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like even though they're all, even though they are these like over dramatizations, it's hard to get immersed, and you're just like, what am I watching? Like, yeah. what? it's like it's like watching a Transformers movie. That's really like how it feels like. Do you uh, think there's anything? Go ahead, Dave. I think that like if you, the less you know about the artist, and the less you care about the artist, the more enjoyable that movie. But would then be. also oh, yeah. like yeah. who who is genuinely going out like. I've never listened to Miles Davis. Like, sure, I've probably heard some Miles Davis, but I've never actively sat down and listened. Do I want, like, I'm not going to just, like, organically go watch a Miles Davis movie, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, that, he had a pretty crazy life, though. That, and I believe that, but yeah. it's, like, also, like, I'm not going to organically just, like, go to that. Right, and that's why studios are pushing names that are, are big names. Like, the Queen one was, like, Queen is a marketable IP, if you want to call it that yeah. at this point. They can sell tickets to the movie without anybody like knowing anything about the the story or their history or anything and just be like, Oh, I know queen. Yeah. Do y'all think that there's anything that like could be like any style or like industry change that could, you know, push us in the right direction that could get you specifically back into it for me, as I was saying, I like the idea of like, um, memoir type thing. Don't focus on an entire career. There's, um, Patrick H. Willems is this YouTuber. I really like, and he just like critiques films and like breaks down them. And he was, he has a really great video on music biopics and what he doesn't like about them. And he pitched his idea. Like if he ever had to do one, he wants to do an Oasis, uh, movie, but not on their first two albums, specifically the follow up to their big album, their second album. And it was apparently like this whole, like, Air, like they were like super strung out, like all this partying and all that kind of stuff. And then them releasing this very like nobody liked the record. He's like, that's what I would focus on. That exactly. Like you seeing they're already at the peak. And this is what happens when you get to that point. He's like, that's an interesting story. I don't want right. to see them rise. We've seen that so many times. You see that in Star Wars. You see somebody go from nothing to everything. Yeah. But it's I exciting. It's exciting. It is. But. Yeah. I like that. I like the memoir, like focus on a sliver and it could be that rise, yeah. but I don't want 30 years. I, I want, you know, give me five years. Yeah. I think that's the answer. Yeah. I, I like that idea. I mean, I guess it's not, I don't know if it's still like is defined as a biopic, but I also would like, like it, it, to fix like the, the whole like director's cut issue, just make it like an anthology series. This problem has kind of been solved or is going to be solved by yeah. Netflix just being like, make everything a TV show. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they've done it like yeah. some with like, there was like the feuds TV show that like, it wasn't, it wasn't like directly like a, like a following, like it had musical acts in it. Yeah. yeah that, like covers that's like probably a good example of it being done better as a series though. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think that, that to me is like a solution where you can like, you can cover a specific time period or a large time period, no matter what, and get as detailed as you want to over, you know, eight to ten episodes that are hour or longer instead of just like here's two and a half hours to figure it out i mean i i honestly feel like i would be that's the downside of the memoir aspect of you know the worry okay they released that oasis movie and it's super popular and they're like all right 
we're gonna have a green light a sequel and it's like fuck that's not how to handle this like i remember when bohemian rhapsody like was super big i remember there were like rumors that like yep they've greenlit a sequel and i was like what yeah <laughs> what, <laughs> what is that dead. i don't well, know how you do sequels to biopics though that doesn't tend to happen at least well the rumor with queen because it you know it ends with like with their the big concert basically the the rumor was that like the sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody was going to be the end of Freddie Mercury's life and the band and the, the last record and the band going forward and the band succeeding past that and it's just like <laughs> Brian, my, well, my reaction Brian May's idea. you know who wrote yeah. it though yeah it was, yeah. yeah holy yeah. shit <laughs> but if they get the right yes men in there like that movie made I think it was like almost a billion dollars ah that sounds way too high. It was yes. a huge movie, though. It was. It was massive. And I, like, you know, my favorite thing was was when that movie came out, cause, which is inevitably happens to like music teachers. Yeah. People are like, "Can I learn?" Almost a uh, billion dollars. Eat my shit. shorts. <laughs> Eat my shorts. <laughs> it's not uh, what I wanted to say. Nine hundred and ten point eight million dollars yeah. on a fifty to fifty-five million budget. Oh Whoa. shit! That's, that's really good. That's massive. a worldwide number, which is crazy because Queen. Yeah. I mean, obviously has international appeal, but yeah, that's still that's crazy. crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, all, a, a lot of students, whenever a biopic like that comes out, they're just like, can I learn Bohemian Rhapsody? And I'm like, no, no, because you don't even know what B flat is. <laughs> but that is cool. <laughs> it is cool that it has that effect. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It introduces people to music they maybe wouldn't go seek out on their own. But I, like, think, I think there are two really cool things about biopics. The first one is, I would say, intentional, which is that it gets people to go listen to the music that maybe wouldn't have already. And the second thing is not intentional, which is when nerds like us watch them and go, that's not how it happened, and go home and yeah. look it up, which is a good thing. Cause that's, like, that, that's how like, we properly... Any news like, is good news. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like the that's those are the positives that I see to the whole situation. But in general, it just feels, uh, I don't know. Well, and we're aware of the fact before anyone comes at us for this, that they have to mince some truths and mix things around for the storyline. Well, again, it's a dramatization. Like, you yeah. said, like, like, like we've been saying, it's like, it, it, it has to be like something has to, it, it's a written script about someone's life. It's not their life to a T. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, when like you're talking about the things that are like, well, this happened like in over the course of three years, not in one day kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Like those kinds of things, of course, they're going to try to like mush it together. It's weird to like do like those, like, you know, these things over three years in one day, that is a weird thing to mush. But like, I, I, I get why they do that stuff. It just, it just is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, really hard to watch. What really gets me are the, like the scenes specifically in Bohemian Rhapsody because it's the most like prevalent like abuser of this or yeah. Um cuz you're a pretty big Queen fan, right, Jackson? Yeah, love them. Yeah. Love them. And uh th- this like every time it's just like, "Oh man, like we don't we don't have a song that, you know, like really we don't have a song right now." And and the bassist says, "Well, I've got something." Do 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 do. And, and then like it's just uh Brian is like Bennett, banana banana and then uh Freddie Mercury it's this big like triumphant thing and it's just like no yeah what the fuck yeah, I, yeah we all watched the Beatles documentary we know that's not how that works I, yeah I, I think I think that's also a thing where like uh, pe- people 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 walk around and they go like this is how music is written. Yeah. Like, this is... Dude, you know it's how they no, wrote that it's song? it's the drummer getting drunk while everybody else is fighting and the <laughs> guitarist is wearing a don't, fucking fur coat. Don't out me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's You the, outed yourself wearing a fur coat, man. But, hey, look, to be fair, though, how many times in interviews do you hear artists go, and it was like the muse just came through me? 
Yeah, and I want to hit them all. Only, yeah. don't, only yeah, Jack all, White. They're all full of shit. No, I've heard so many fucking people do yeah, that. A lot of artists Fuck do that, people. and it's like it's such a it's such a like a like it, it's a really cool thing when people can hold art in such a high esteem and like have this like beautiful vision of how art and music works. But it also is like the most pretentious fucking thing. And it also like it's inspiring, but it's in my opinion unrealistic to how like other people should like you know conduct themselves in the real world of art and music making. I don't like it. I think I I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying music is work art is work i mean uh kiss was like noted as saying like they in some interview of like oh so do you i I imagine you guys just sit down and like churn out hits and they go no we go to work every single day it's like being in a gold mine we sit there and 99 percent of what we get is dirt yeah but then one percent is gold and that's what you guys hear you guys don't get to hear the dirt and then it's the same thing uh Mountain Goat singer John Darnielle has a similar thing. He's like, you guys are my, like, I'm your employee to the, like, the fans and the audience. Like, I work. If you have something you want to hear, that's what I want to do, that kind of thing. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that, like, cheapens art or anything like that. The the whole idea of, like, the muse thing. I'm just like, yeah, nah, fuck that. No, and the, the other, it's it reminds me of when people are like, man, what a God-given talent you have. It's like, no, I fucking practiced. Yeah. Well, and some <laughs> yeah, people... It comes off, comes off very, like, so, elitist, too. You're so like, blessed. Yeah. How did yeah. you learn how to do that? It must be... It must some be people are, like... Natural that, talent. I think that they start a little bit ahead, and I don't know what sure. that is, but it's just, like, also, yeah, at the end of the day, I think... Any of us could be as good of a guitarist as like Ingve Malmsteen. It's just going to take a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's it's like there, there's definitely something to watching certain people who have like like uh, just a genetic like ability to do something like or like a, uh, do something easier or better than you on like a first shot, right? Yeah, like, That's like predisposition to just yeah. like getting to it. Like and, as as a bass player, I don't think I'll ever, no matter what I did to practice, I don't think I would ever be able to play as fast as Thundercat. And 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 th- th- these are things that just like exist, but we can still practice and get really good and do all that stuff. But I think that the issue with like the biopic approach is that like in the example of like Bohemian Rhapsody, it's like this song was written in two minutes or less. It's like, well, wait a second, upside down. <laughs> like, in bed. that's that's not how any of this works. Like, okay, yes. I, I would go as far as to say that everyone in Queen has like a wild talent and they're very, very talented. They probably did practice a lot, but they probably also, especially like back then, like there was definitely something about like the people who were just naturally talented who could get up and go do the thing. Um, cause it wasn't like so, uh, available, accessible to like be a musician. Right. Right. Um, but like, it still doesn't mean that all of their songs were written in like a five minute or under span. Like that's yeah. such a wild thing yeah. to like shove in a movie and then people leave and they're like, did you know they wrote it like that? Did you know musicians are like that? They're so blessed. They're so like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think all of us like music documentaries though. Yeah. It's yeah. my favorite thing to watch. Yeah. I love them. Like yeah. I, I just, this weekend was trying to watch that sparks, uh, documentary that came out that, uh, Edgar Wright did. And I've never even heard or listened to them, but I super enjoyed it. What's it called? Sparks brothers. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. It's on uh, Netflix, but it, it I, I think what that is is that it's like actually real. Like, yeah, yeah, you can you can have a documentary that's skewed. And as I was saying about the like uh, the, the the Beatles documentary, where where Peter Jackson was like, I'm going to actually show you what really fucking happened. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great example well, because it, the original edit was completely different. It was like, oh, they're just completely falling apart. And I was like, no, not really. Yeah, like yeah, they bickered and they you know they did fall apart technically but they came back together and like, here's all the successes. Like, it's cool seeing them like 
do no, I'm I'm not about to like talk good about that movie. Actually, I'm gonna <laughs> backtrack. <laughs> I was just talking to your wife about this like last week, Hagen, about like fuck that movie. I'm so mad that I had to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, we I I talked about it at Thanksgiving because that's uh, uh, what we did last Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know, but it's because uh, it's because my dad hadn't seen it, and I was telling him all about it, and I was like, you should watch it. Just to like, just That's so, so you, mean of you. As a form uh, yeah, of like yeah, punishment. As a form yeah. of See punishment. how many corn dogs you can eat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, it's really easy to skew like documentaries. Like, uh, like all, all of every, basically every single Kurt Cobain documentary has an agenda. Right. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. There, there are some like interesting like musical documentaries that um, like that Radiohead one. Uh, I'll never watch that hard. again. I'll never watch that again. It's super it's like artsy it's Mm -hmm. not it's not this narrative it's like it's literally like kind of like a tour diary of their okay computer tour but they're not telling you what's happening it's just somebody had a camera and they just put it together and there's some ambient noise happening right it's a tough watch and it is and there's another one that i've watched that's similar like that and like i do like that style it is cool um but then you have like that Ken Burns or like there's a Bob Dylan, uh, Martin Scorsese one that's like yeah. I think like six hours, and is that I, the one where a bunch of different actors and actresses? No, uh, so that's the biopic. That's the biopic, oh, which yeah, I've heard yeah. is very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's like a documentary by Martin Martin Scorsese that's like six hours long. I own it, and I well, just I've never been able to get through it. <laughs> I, having not, I haven't seen that one, but it's gotten like it has good reviews and everything and people seem to like that one i think that goes back to like the directors and people putting together these documentaries are passionate about the the topic like the stars really have to align right like the sparks brothers one like Uh that's clearly like a passion project of his and he was like i'm gonna make this movie and edgar wright is gonna pay for it is in it the director is in it and like so it's super funny. He is uh, interviewing a ton of like musicians who are like, I'm inspired by them. So it's like Jack Antonoff, Beck. And it's like every time they put somebody up there, they put, so Jack Antonoff, and then it says under that in smaller print, producer of, and then it's just flashing through all these names. And then when it gets to Beck, it says, see above. Like, it's like, you know who Beck is. So I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And when and it, it gets... flashes and says Scientology really fast. <laughs> Just for but, one, one frame. Yeah. But when it gets to Edgar Wright, and this is like, I knew he was the director, but like some people might not. And when it says Edgar Wright, it just says massive fan. That's all it says. And that's you crazy. won't know that he's the director until the very end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Hoping you put two and two together. And I was like, that's pretty funny. But if you don't know who he is either, I can imagine watching that and be like, who's it's just some guy they picked off the street to like talk right. to about this, you know. And that's musician. how I found out he was British. I did not know he was British. <laughs> he opened his mouth and I was okay. like, surely this is a bit. And then I looked it up. I was like, nope. He's British. What a, what a funny bit to do also. Right. Like, Your brother did that bit like two weeks ago. <laughs> well, that's a, it was, that was a slightly different one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, yeah idea, same idea. Yeah. Fake yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah. So why don't, why don't like music documentaries get in theaters and why aren't they these big? I mean, they do, but they, they're not in massive. We saw yeah, this documentary in theater. We saw the Foo Fighters documentary yeah. in theaters. <laughs> but it was in select theaters. Well, yeah. right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. going to always be the case of any. And that's a great honestly, documentary. Honestly, any documentary. Yeah, really that's is. my favorite fucking documentary. Oh. 
I think any documentary is going to be in limited theaters because people don't want to go see documentaries. Cause yeah. It's also like the whole like broadly the theater like, experience, I think, is kind of counterproductive to most documentaries, I feel. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, well, I feel like most people are like going to the theater for like a whole experience and documentaries like, let me sit and listen to someone talk and like learn yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the main gist. But You're going to get a limited release no matter what. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, specifically up here, we don't get any limited releases that are like of note unless you go to downtown Dallas like right. anywhere yeah. outside of downtown you're not going to see it <laughs> which is why somebody has seen all these documentaries <laughs> in theater in theater um yeah so like and it doesn't irk me when a documentary like I've seen documentaries that focus on like this album or I've seen you know like uh the Saint Anger one some kind of monster one of the best of all time. It's that yeah, it's like my favorite music yeah. And that's like <laughs> so that's specifically about a like just one album. But yeah. then, you know, you'll have the Rush one or the Foo Fighters one which is like at that time was their whole career. Right. And that to me I was just like that doesn't bother me. And then there's also ones that are like the so my favorite one is that um the black metal one. I I forget the name. Uh, oh yeah. But uh that one it's about a whole span of years and multiple different artists until the light catches or it takes us. Yeah. That one is taking up an entire like subculture. And like, you would think like, Oh, well that needs to be a mini series at most. But for me, I was just like, no, this is enough. It doesn't bother me. And you don't have to always make these things like longer because there's more information. It just with, when it comes to the biopics, like they're trying to like, like, uh, with documentaries they're doing this kind of where they're trying to like draw emotions but it's not it's not the point right the point isn't to make the audience feel an emotion the point is to like present information uh and like ask you know people involved have how they felt you know all, all, the, all those sorts of things but like biopics and movies are trying to immerse their people yeah. they're trying so like sc- like they might take a moment in time for a band or an artist that was like very very short but they're going to expand it to like five ten minutes of screen time to like draw more emotion and more power out of it or like you know do specific edits during a live thing so it's like longer you know those sorts of things yeah just to show how much i'm like just off like musical biopics is that like there was a lords of chaos uh biopic like a movie that came out and that's my favorite music documentary so you would think oh i'm gonna go watch this but that was post the dirt and i was just like no fuck this i'm not watching this i don't care so, so it was the dirt that ruined it for you? I, I think it was. I, I, I've come to that realization today, but I really think that is. I saw yeah. the poster when I looked up a list right here, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I just got this bad taste in my mouth, and I had to take some Dr. Pepper to get it out. I think I'll always watch them. What, biopics? Yeah. I don't think I will. I'm, a, I'm kind of a sucker for them. But I also know that I'm like, I understand that this is not super accurate to the history sure. of the artist all the time. Oh very very aware of that yeah yeah i I, i'm i'll probably only watch a handful i i'm I'm just not is there a band you'd want to see or an artist like a dave Grohl one i think it would honestly i think what interests me the most tends to be who they cast not who they're covering yeah Uh, i would say who they cast or who's writing it yeah like that tends to like like i don't care about elvis but i like austin butler and it seemed like he did a lot of good work for that performance so like that's why i wanted to see the elvis movie because austin i I like austin butler so it's a it's a good movie to watch if you're just watching it as a movie three hours it's long i think there's an intermission in it as well really wow that's fun i do like that (laughs) i like intermissions (laughs) intermissions are good they should exist in more we've all seen baz Luhrmann movies right yeah we've seen moulin rouge yeah 
They're like fever dreams. Big old stinker. <laughs> what, Moulin Rouge? Yeah. I love that movie. That was so Big good. Big old stinker. I've never seen it. Super fun. You should see it. I'm, yeah. I, I'm the, if you want to watch it kill. and we can talk about it on the show, we can. Yeah. His movies just are over the top. Yeah. Like yeah. style and crazy. Like, I, so Elvis <laughs> is a good fit, honestly, in, in a, lot, a lot of ways. I'm surprised at the reaction to that movie because it did really well, right? But, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, but Elvis is popular with He's so fucking America. popular. It's crazy. Like, yeah, pe- pe- people don't really understand, uh, like, or they don't want to accept. I mean, this this goes across for like pretty much every single famous like American rock star. They've all done horrible things and yeah. were horrible people. Um, maybe, maybe maybe extended American too, but just like you know, early rock star. Um, like they all pretty much all did horrible things, but people just don't. It's just like it's romanticizing these people. Yeah. Like it's like, well, it was the seventies. Well, it was the eighties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, well, it was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's I'll, the straight out of Compton one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, I I think that I'll like probably watch if it's if it's a good cast or a good director or a good writer something that interests me in that field in that field. But like it would take it would take a lot for me to want to go watch one. I think I would hate watch a Coheed one just because I'd be like, that's so funny that they did that. <laughs> Seth, this is gonna Seth, be uh, what's his name? Like Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen as as Claudio. As Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ended up. Well, he does the low laugh and then hits a super duper high note. Yeah, that'd be so good. Um, I would actively like boycott a Radiohead one. That would just kill me. Mm -hmm. Just thinking, like I know, I I know, I shouldn't say this. It's gonna happen. I know I shouldn't say this, but like thinking like that they would put like some prosthetic eye or that actor would actually like do Tom's lazy eye. It would be CGI. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh Pete Davidson is uh actively developing a um Ramones documentary and he is playing yeah. I can't believe uh, I think it's Johnny or Joey Ramone. Wow. One of the two. Hmm. And he's like working with the family. Oh, that's like, cool. The well, yeah. I mean, I, it's I think not that's gonna the be thing cool. right there. Is I'm like, oh, that's cool. That, I kind of no. want to see that. That can be cool cuz like the the Rocket Man one, they they worked with, you know, Elton John himself on yeah. that and that's like by all accounts, that was probably a cool movie. I didn't see it, but I really like that one. I, I feel like that's a fun it, yeah. thing because it's like somebody who doesn't take themselves like seriously. That could also be the case of the family being like, "Yeah, you got to tell the whole thing." And like, it, they, they, in that in Rocket Man, they played to the fantastical nature of right of Which the whole thing, a, and it became kind of a shtick in yeah, the movie. It's really that, cool. That's a really cool like way to to differentiate it from other biopics. And be yeah, like, yeah, we're not just doing the normal like yeah biopic of like sixty years, you know, whatever. All this being said. Go see the Weird Al documentary or the biopic. It is so well, I mean, funny. That's, that's well, another that's same, example that's along the same lines yeah. as the Rocket Man one, where it's like it's well, it's <laughs> more it's more so it's not more even so, close. Right? The stuff I want to tell you about it is like so into spoiler territory, and it's like how can you spoiler Weird Al? It's like well, you have to watch the movie. I mean, like the only thing I can say is that he said I wanted to put time travel in it, and they said I couldn't. <laughs> So like here here's a list of some that are in the works. Uh, this is clearly a dated list because Weird Al is on here. Uh, Bob Marley, Cher, Weird Al, The Bee Gees. That might be cool. There was a really cool uh, an HBO documentary that's like really great. That was great. So like, don't do that. Leonard Bernstein. No thank you. Uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> There there's be, there there's going to be some like that, that, one. <laughs> that one's going to be real smooth. <sighs> <laughs> the family's like, we'll help, we'll help, we'll help, we'll help. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll help you for whatever you need. 
Whitney Houston, Bob Dylan. They already did that. Whitney Houston comes out soon, like a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I've seen ads for that. Oh, really? They've been playing the trailer in theaters just as much as the Elvis one, which maybe it'll make as much money. Who knows? <laughs> they just did that, that that Selena one on like Netflix yeah. this year. Like it's a series. There's an Amy Winehouse one in. Yeah, like none of these are getting me excited. Like Heart, maybe. I would really like to see a uh, Rumors era Fleetwood Mac. Biopic. Like just that, just that period. era of them yeah. all breaking up and yeah. still writing that record. Yeah, they can't put what they did on television or on the screen. <laughs> they well, did some. They, they <laughs> if they did it like X-rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just... I mean, Netflix did an NC-17 biopic kind of thing. Yeah. They could do it. Yeah, so. and, and everybody loved it. Yeah, everybody no, loved it. No controversy at all with that one either. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, there's no consensus here of like uh, they're going to keep making them. Well, yeah, yeah. they're so, not going to stop making them because yeah. we talked about it on but our podcast. Uh, for for listeners who like biopics and stuff, try to also find a documentary about the the subject. Yeah. Also, just tell us why. Tell us what what you like <laughs> what, and why. What do you like? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I like to hear it because yeah. it, it's the same thing. Somebody uh, the other day said to me, "I love this song," and I was like, "I love this song," and they said, "No, you don't. You hate this type of music," and I said, "No." <laughs> I love this song because you love this song. And they were like, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I was like, that's so fucking depressing. But it's like, it genuinely... Was it your partner? No. <laughs> but it is one of those things where it's like, you know, I I, I want to hear, like, if somebody's passionate about something, like, your friend at a bar one night was talking to me about, like, his, like, his thesis for law school. And, like, I was mm-hmm. like, man, I'm so interested in this. And he goes, I know I'm just drunk and you're just being nice. I was like, no. You're passionate about this, which makes me interested. Like, yeah. am I going to go home and read about this? Probably not. But, like, you're super passionate, and that's awesome. Yeah, I I, I think that... Fuck if, anyone who feels otherwise. Fuck anyone who, like, hears you being passionate about somebody, and it's just like, shut up. <laughs> like, get that person out of your life. <laughs> Fuck that person. Hey, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Hagen. <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> Are we, are we actually doing that? Well, you told me to shut up, man. What do you mean are we actually doing that? We do that every week. Oh, fuck off. No, I think that's my favorite bit we've, yeah. we've been doing lately. Yeah, that's a good bit. I hate that bit. Um, Yeah, someone else go. Fuck! Uh, I've been listening to Christmas music. I've been playing it, too, but I fucking hate Christmas now. <laughs> Uh, after this weekend, because we, we we played a Christmas gig, yeah. I think I played. You're only five days into, dude. A I th- we played an hour and a half Christmas gig, spontaneously. Yeah, and I think I you played. Just got oh, you went Christmas caroling, dude. Yeah, it's not special. Uh, yeah. I think I played like <laughs> twenty five bass solos, and it was fucking. I was like, this is like a fever dream. This is really weird. That's not what I associate with Christmas music. Well, Christmas music is like really straightforward Christmas. and really quiz moist. music is very is very straightforward and like uh, there's a lot like if you just play them like straight through normally they're really short songs, and we had to play for an hour and a half. Uh-oh. So it was and like there's only like twelve Christmas songs. So. Well, <laughs> we had we had a set list of like twenty some odd songs. And how many uh, would you do it for the the bells? Oh, uh, I do that. I played uh, just like str- straight like rock grooves the whole time. I didn't okay. really yeah. What, like a train beat or what? On um, one, yeah. yeah. We did a lot of dun 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 dun. Oh, we did so much. So of much that. of that in every fucking song. 
and it was hilarious. And then I went and played another Christmas gig after that. Yeah, I and played. I couldn't it. feel my fingers. That sucks. So that's so that's why you're cold. done. With I played. It. I played. Yeah. A, I played with a pop band on Friday, and we also played Christmas music. And then, and that that was tough because we had to figure out what Christmas song we were. We are, we had already all practiced and learned two Christmas songs, and then we got there, and they're like, "We're not going to do those ones." So we had to then decide two other Christmas songs to do. And, uh, and that was super fun and then learn it and then practicing for our gig and stuff. I was, yeah. I, yeah I'm, I called my mom and I was like, I am sorry. By the time Christmas comes around, I'm going to be the big old Grinch. Cause I'm <laughs> fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> what about you? Al, Al, the bum, Al, the bum, Al, the bum, Al, the bum. Hey, algebra. All right. All I like album better, but yeah, you know, I like algebra. Uh, I listened to LCD Sound System's new song, New Body Roomba, which was in the uh, new Netflix movie White Noise that I went and saw yesterday. <gasps> and I've been listening to a bunch of LCD Sound System now as a result, and it's great. Is it a documentary about them? No. I watched no, that last week. It's um, I don't know how to describe it necessarily, but it's I know it's adapted from a book. I don't know if you Would you recommend read it? it? Oh, yeah. It was, it's a great movie. I knew nothing going into it, except I was going to go see it, because the, the writer and director is uh, Noah Bombick. Oh no, I'm Bobak. Yeah, <laughs> Bobak. I'm interested in his. Uh, you mean Greta Gerwig's husband? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I was interested in the movie. And I was feminism? like, I'm going to go see it. Didn't know anything about it, and it kind of feels like a fever dream halfway through because I'm like, I don't understand how any of this is related and where we're going, and that's totally fine. What's it called again? White noise. White noise. Is Adam Driver in it? Yes, of course he is. <laughs> Noah Bombach and um, Adam Driver are like fucking best friends. Yeah, is that, is that, is that the movie where everyone's been posting the the gif of him shirtless on a horse? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> That's the Russian Ukraine comic. <laughs> you just melted album album's brain a little bit. Yeah. there. he went. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think. Like I saw the movie a, yesterday. I don't think that was in there, but there was a, a lot of stuff that a, I didn't know what to make of in that movie. Yeah, there's so. a gif going around of of, of Adam driver shirtless on a horse I, I, I don't know where it's from so wonderful <laughs> that's so good thank you jackson one time i saw adam driver <laughs> in new york city oh really yeah yeah it, well I, I paid to see him oh, he, oh. He, it was a play this is very different yeah it was him and carrie russell in a play and this was something that I here and I'll even try and do it right now. I'm wearing a long sleeve, so this is Good YouTube soup. exclusive. He's talking, he's doing a monologue, and he's talking. You know, he's getting real, real into it. And he he's just sitting there. He's rolling up his sleeves, and I'm watching him the whole time. He's nailing his lines, like doesn't slip up. He's keeping eye contact with Carrie Russell, and the whole time he rolls up his sleeve, never messes up. And then at the end of it, I looked at his sleeves. I was like. Those were perfectly rolled. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even remember what the scene was about, but I was just like, well, surely he's going to fumble over it because he's thinking about his lines. But like, look, at, look, I did real you did poor. did pretty like, good on the, on the right one. The, it looks real poor. But, but like, you're no Adam Driver. They, they, they yeah. teach that in the military. And he didn't look to, and that must have been <laughs> it. Uh, but he wasn't looking down. He was just sitting there. And I was just like enamored by like, this man is just immaculate at rolling up his sleeves. So there's yeah. one thing I could say about Adam Driver. <laughs> what a skill. That Incredible. man can roll a sleeve. Yeah. Um I I'm all over the place on what I'm listening to this week, so I will abstain. That's not how that works. Well, it did. Uh that's I okay. actually yeah, how that, that works because last, last week bro. both of you were like, uh nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, nothing is different from I listen to a lot of things and I don't want to talk about it. Oh, them. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Do you want me to just roll off some stuff? Nah. It's maybe one. 
a lot of sci-fi soundtracks, sci-fi movie soundtracks for my 14-hour board game. Oh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> people got annoyed with that, so it quickly shifted into like, well, I'm going to play pop punk music. And I was like, well, this is about like space conquest, so like maybe not pop punk music. And they said, well, I'm going to play bad music until you take over the music. Things. So then we ended up just like putting on like Sigur Ross, and I was like, that was our like happy in between. It actually really worked out. Nice. Yeah. So sure, that's it. Queesmoise, Queesmoise music. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. That's that. That my answer is Queesmoise music. It's unfortunate. I've I've been trying to get into a happy place when I'm listening to music, and also I'm the only one who hasn't picked an album of the year. So I've also been listening to a lot of those again. So because I can't decide. That's genuinely what I've been listening to is Adam and I's album of the year. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Not mine. That's fair. <laughs> Are you are you going to? <laughs> I've been listening. We don't want to talk about what it is yet, but I listened to Dave's album of the year, and it's really good. I yeah, liked it. it it is really you good. You can hear us talk about that soon. Next week. <laughs> so next week we're doing our. Uh, I guess. I guess. Are, are we going to release it next week too? Uh, gonna, okay. It sounds like we're now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it. We are doing our uh, end of the year party, our holiday party, end of year wrap up, do our album of the year, all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you have an album of the year, please send it our way. You can DM us uh, at DFTA Podcast. You can leave it in the comments on YouTube. You can email us at albumoftheyear at don'tbetheartist.com. Let us know your album of the year, and we'll give you a little shout-out on the episode. Um, so thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, like I said, DFTA Podcast on Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, TikTok, Don't Be The Artist. Uh, YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Don't Be The Artist. Uh, there's Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> he was rolling up his sleeves the whole time. Uh, his sleeves are, he's got gloves on and sleeves are still not rolled up. It so would have been a better movie if he did, though. It would have been a way better movie if Kylo Ren was just like, just Sitting sleeveless. There, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had no shirts and his pants were a little bit too high. <laughs> uh, yeah, so please send us your album of the year. We will, we're really excited to talk about this. I'm really excited to finally pick mine and send it to everybody so they can uh, not listen to it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, fuck off. Get me an album of the year for Higgin. Fuck off! Get, get rid of the <laughs> Fuck off! That was louder this year. Get me a towel! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>